Welcome to the Spinner's Lit Pinball Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Klingen. Tonight's episode, episode 19, Way to Go, Idaho, or Boise on 25 Cents of Play. Uh, with us tonight in the Kitchen Table Studios, my lovely wife, Marianne Rusty. Hello. And we're welcoming back Brian. Hi. And Alex. What's up, everybody? Kendra. Hello. Dan. Hey. And we have two new guests on tonight. We have Lillian and Roxy. How's it going? Who both play in the uh, Capital Corridor Pinball League. So uh, we're going to jump right in now that we've done intros and we're doing a trip report. Trip report. My lovely wife and I, Miss Marianne Rusty. That's right, I married Marianne, boys. Uh, We recently visited Boise, Idaho a week ago and uh, spent. Uh, about three and a half days there. Flew out on a Friday, flew home on a Monday, and we visited several. Uh, well, okay, we visited three, Fourth County Airport, but uh, uh, three really good places to play pinball and some arcade games. Uh, we're going to start with the first one Grinker's Grand Palace in Eagle, Idaho. Uh, Grinker's is a, a retro arcade, they have a little over 300 games. They have uh, 18 great pinball machines. They're kept up pretty well, um, clean, and they work pretty good for the most part. You know, it's always going to be, when you have that many games, you're always going to have something, you know, going down. But uh, it was uh, just phenomenal. And almost 300 classic arcade games. Their pinball machines range from the very end of the 70s to the early 90s. Every single game there, whether it's Twilight Zone, Star Trek Next Generation, or, or an arcade game like Donkey Kong or Ice Cold Beer, uh, all 25 cents of play. They have uh, hot and cold sandwiches, chips, sodas, <coughs> ice cream for a buck. Uh, they have beer and wine. Their prices are reasonable. The staff is really attentive. Uh, there was a stuck ball on Terminator 2, and they were over to fix it in three minutes. Um, you can, if, you know, if you have kids, it's all ages. You can take your kids there and for five bucks still have a good time. Um, Rusty, thoughts? I, I actually really love Grinkers. Um, it uh, brought back all the nostalgia. Uh, walking in the door, and there was Tempest. Oh, and I realize it's not a pinball game, but uh, it, it's a, 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 real, um, a, a real fond memory growing up. And uh, Paperboy, of course, uh, a real fun game. No, the pinball machines, uh, I spent a good portion on over by the T2 and the white. No, Earthshaker. You played a lot of Stady Star Wars. Too. And there, well, I played some of the Star Wars. Uh, so, it, and overall, the games are in really excellent condition. Now, this isn't a place where, you know, one, one or two people may or may not wander in. They had people in there all the time. We went twice. So and both times at different at different times during the day, and there was always families, kids, um, just just the whole gambit of folks running through there. And at twenty five cents a play, it is the it is the awesome deal to uh, go in, throw five bucks at your child, have them get quarters, and they will be bouncing around for you know an hour or so. Yeah, absolutely. So Greekers, Eagle, Idaho. Their website is Grinkers.com. Uh, support support Grinkers, man. If you find yourself in uh, the Boise area for any reason, uh, Grinkers is a must not miss. 
up next in our, our road trip, uh, with a special shout out to downtown Boise's own bacon restaurant. That restaurant is bacon. Another not missed spot. If you like, well, you guessed it, bacon. And uh, they also do a, a, a like a really good charitable uh, program for a local orphanage. So you're going to get bacon. You're going to get great food, great atmosphere, a full bar. And, and, and they give back to their community in a huge way, supporting a local orphanage. So that's not really pinball related, but man, you got to eat too. So. Space Bar, downtown Boise, one block from Bacon. Uh, Space Bar is a barcade, so it's 21 and over. Uh, they have uh, a great lineup of pinball machines. Um, you know, the Modern Sterns, they have two spooky games. They have Total Nuclear Annihilation and Rob Zombie. Uh, they have some older titles uh, like uh, Diner. They have a Bally Star Trek. They have a, a, a Bally's Future Spa. Um, their Stern Star Trek and their Walking Dead played like butter. I mean, absolutely perfect. They had a beautiful Iron Man. They take care of their games. They got a great selection of classic arcade games as well, like uh, Joust, Donkey Kong. They had a Michael Jackson Moonwalker arcade game there. They got some great local brews on tap. All of their beer tap handles are Tron arcade joysticks. Um, and a big shout out to Jenny. Um, I'm going to send Jenny a link to this podcast. Uh, the bartender slash manager, she was just awesome, you know, very welcoming and uh, really just, you know, kind of gave us a, a real uh, insight to the local pinball machine. They have a uh, pinball scene there. They have leagues and tournaments. Um, they have a bells and chimes chapter in the Boise area. So that was uh, my take on uh, that's another one, especially, you know, over 21 uh, and you're not traveling with kids. Definitely hit up Space Bar. It's a really, really great location. Uh, Rusty, thoughts on Space Bar? I, I locked in on Walking Dead, uh, managed to, you know, get some quality time on it, uh, scored like four free games. Uh, two were uh, scoring high enough to get a free game, and uh, two were uh, matching, so it was awesome. Uh, so, uh, and if I'm getting, if I'm scoring good and matching, then the game's set to, you know, so that everybody can, uh, can, uh, get to that point. So I had a good time on Walking Dead, played a little bit, total, total nuclear annihilation, enjoyed that, almost played some, was it Future Spa they had there, honey? Yeah, I played it. Yeah. yeah. The Future Spa was just gorgeous sitting there, all pretty. I didn't get a chance to play it because I was... We were, we were actually getting ready to leave. I uh, just grabbed a quick game on Total Nuclear Annihilation, and uh, and then we were we were off and running. And they also have a couple of video screens, you know, like they use for the uh, – they have cameras on them, like you use in the tournaments. So uh, you can kick back and watch your friends play on the big screen. So up next, it's about a four-block walk uh, from, uh, from Space Bar is uh, Woodland Empire, and it's uh, – uh, bar brewery they make their own craft beers uh you know locally so you can uh you know uh, check those out uh we were i was driving and it was we we're getting ready for dinner and we we're tired it's been a long weekend so i didn't partake of the uh local brews uh had a coke but woodland empire also has a nice lineup of games um it's a smaller bar they had a deadpool no fear uh star wars pro Theater Magic and Walking Dead. Oh, and they had a ski ball, which, hey, who doesn't love ski ball? Uh, the games are clean, uh, well-kept. They work flawlessly. Uh, another good location. 
Um, it's a little more kind of a college dive bar. Um, interesting side note, it was St. Patrick's Day. So there was a young couple in there with their baby who was way too young to drink. And uh, on the way out, when we were leaving, we played for about an hour there. Uh, but on the way out, there was a, a guy holding his best girl's head in a garbage can. She had had just a little bit too much St. Patty's Day cheer. But anyway, uh, those are three good locations in the Boise area. There are more, but that's what we checked out. Um, I want to do a quick shout out to, to some wonderful people in the Boise area who really made our trip wonderful. And uh, that's John, whose last name I still don't know. He's a, uh, you'll find him on Claw or Clove, uh, Killer List of Video Games. He's more of a video game guy, but he has he's owned some pins over the years, and he has one currently in his lineup. Has an amazing garage arcade. Uh, him and his lovely wife, Lisa, and their son, Jonathan. Uh, you know, we, we had lunch together. They opened up their home to us, and uh, they're just wonderful folks over in Nampa. So, um, you know, thanks again, guys, for, for making our trip so wonderful and for your hospitality. And then uh, off over to Meridian, Idaho, uh, to uh, Kathy Charlin and Amber Charlin. That would be uh, the late Steve Charlin's uh, wife, Kathy, and his daughter, Amber, uh, opened up their home to us and welcomed us in. And uh, their, you know, hospitality and friendship means the world to us. So, and we'll see them at the Golden State Pinball Festival, which is 55 days away. Yay! Then uh, that's in Lodi, California at the Lodi Great Festival Fairgrounds. Anyway. And the dates? And the days. May. Seven days, kids? 18th through the 20th. May 18th through the 20th. Thank you, Alex. I'm just i'm coffee i'm not drinking alcohol tonight i'm having coffee and lots of it so um there you go oh and the boise airport if you find yourself in a layover in boise has an adams family which even has some leds uh the upper right flipper at the time wasn't working so well uh but they also have a guardians of the galaxy pro which was clean and played flawlessly we had a good time on that as well so that's our trip report from idaho and uh to the great state of the Idaho, we salute you. Salute. Salute. Okay, so where are we at, folks? What are we on to next? In the news. Right now, uh, currently going on is uh, day two of the Texas Pinball Festival in Frisco, Texas. And there's a whole lot happening. Uh, the big news yesterday was the reveal of the latest uh reissue if you will from jersey jack pinball the yellow brick road edition of uh the wizard of oz uh brian thoughts 11.5 for yellow powder coat yay yeah alex yeah i want to spend uh 11k on a brand new powder coat a no a no get this no winged monkey and just yellow ramps. It's basically the same game, just without the winged monkey. Get Why are right people going to want to buy this? No monkey? I'm out. Why are people going to want to buy this? Put pirates back on the line. Well, you know, they took the monkey out of Oktoberfest, too, so it probably offended somebody. Rusty. Well, I was also going to say, the, why would I play without a monkey? That's just crazy talk. It's Wizard of Oz. It's flying monkeys. You know, flying monkeys is a big thing. Um, I love the paint job. It's it's the machine itself is gorgeous. Even though I haven't gotten to really see, it. I guess it has glitter in the paint, and I didn't see that in the pictures. That didn't translate well, but I bet in real life it's real beautiful. 
But no, 11 5. Uh, no, 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 no. That's a Jersey Jack Pirate, which is a superior game. That's a almost a Jersey Jack Pirates uh, a LE or a, a collector special oh, collector's yeah, edition right. with, the, with the ship in the bottle. Anybody else got any thoughts? Buy a Pirates instead. Okay. It, and you it's know, funny when I was talking to Lily about it earlier tonight. You know, I told her they took the flying monkey out and they painted it yellow. It's essentially the changes. And she goes, so they took something out, they repainted it, and they're charging more. It does have the wood apron. It does have the wood Ooh. apron. Oh. And that is pretty, but yeah, I don't Not think... 11.5. Yeah, you know, no. well, especially when you could, you know, even when they did the ruby red edition, which Lily's parents have. I was looking over it the other night when we were playing Pirates at League Night. And, I mean, there's so much in that game. It's so beautiful. It really is. A, I mean, you look at that and go, they completely nailed everything on that game. And it's a fantastic game. But, yeah, I, I mean, I get they've got to keep the line going. I get, you know, they're waiting on their next game, which most likely uh, is going to be uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, which we're all, I think, most of us are looking forward to. We're talking Tim Burton or Ronald Dahl? Uh, the, no, the original with Gene Wilde. Gene so Wilde. Ron, Ron, Ronald Dahl. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. they're both Ronald Dahl. But, yeah. Well, no, Ronald I mean, Ronald. but the first. Ronald yeah, Ronald yeah. The, yeah the good one. Right. Well, they're both good. I, that, that's one of the very few remakes I'm sorry, I should have said like. Tim Burton's and Tim. So what are your thoughts, Roxy? Uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Oompa Loompas. Chocolate River. Yeah. Augustus. Augustus. Glutes. Augustus. I wouldn't mind having a brown ramp on there. There you go. For the Chocolate River. Hey, I feel like that would be a Augustus, save room for later. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Russ. I want one. Brown ramp, chocolate whiz. Wait, yeah. no, let's not go there. Oh, yeah. But I want one, Daddy, and I want it now. We already established that they need the I want it now edition. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, that should be yes. the one that all the first people buy. Then they'll charge fourteen five for the wood apron on it. I want it now. I want it now. All right, calm down, darling. We'll get it for you. <laughs> Dan, you're up. What else is going on at TPF? You kept up better than anybody. Have I? Have you? <laughs> you were sitting there on your phone. So, well, oh, and a real quick shout out. We had Capital Corner Pinball League Lodi uh, area had uh, league files today, and Dan knocked me out. I took fourth. And Dan won it all today. Came in first, took first place. Yay! Yay! Way to go, Dan. Yay. Dan was on fire Dan, today. Like the NBA man, Jam. He is on fire. Yeah. It was, uh, I mean, he, you, you earned that win big time, sir. So congratulations to you. Well, thank and, you. And big yes. thank you to Michael and Adam and the Ness and the Bannisters and uh, everybody involved in Capital Quarter Door Pinball League who you know, organizes and opens up their homes to us and, uh, you know, make sure we have a place to play pinball and a fun, competitive, but real, you know, upbeat, positive, friendly environment. So, salute. Cheers. It's amazing what happens when you play in a tournament and you don't run into Alex. <laughs> yeah. So I have to thank Rick for knocking out Alex. Yeah. <laughs> um. More thoughts on, you know, the new stuff, you know, TPS and, um, you know, the, we've talked about Oktoberfest a lot lately. Yeah, and, sounds uh, like Oktoberfest is there. And it's got the new side art, the new, you know, cabinet art like that, um, which they cleaned up a lot. I like it. I like the old cabinet art, but the new cabinet art looks good. It does look a little cleaner. 
And, uh, I, you know, I want to hear more about it. Um, I'm excited to hear more about it. Um, you know, I want to play it. So, and we're going to get to that shortly. Um, well, Donnie TV. Do you guys see the Donnie TV? Dirty Donnie. He's doing the new artwork for uh, this game from a new company called, they're from Florida. I watched a few minutes of it. Okay. It's actually really, really cool. He's kind of in his home studio. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I've, uh, I've been a fan of his work on the pinball machines, but I've never met him personally. So it was really interesting to kind of see what the guy does and what his motivations are. And uh, his studio looked really, really sweet. I'm wondering if now that he's uh, working on these other games, is he done with Stern? I believe so. Yeah, he's, wow. I believe he's left Stern. So, yeah. So he's working at Suncoast. Um, you can pull it up on your web, you know, little web browser real quick, Alex. I really like the uh, artwork that Donnie did on Metallica and Aerosmith. I think it's some of the coolest artwork he's ever done. Yeah. Um, I, I would have to say Dirty Donnie's probably one of my favorite artists of all time. Uh, number two being Zombie Yeti. Yeah. You can remember Dirty Donnie did the artwork for both of the Metallicas. Not just correct. the Sturm release, but also the Retheme of Earthshaker. That's, That's right. Correct. He was at Pinagogo several times when they had the helicopters. The there. helicopters game. Yeah. I right. love that game. That game was cool. Yeah. But uh, Dirty Donnie's at Suncoast Pinball now. A new pinball company forming out of Florida. And they have uh, – uh, they're showing their first game. It's still in early prototype. Uh, you know, it's flippable. Not a lot going on the video screen. It's a pretty nifty-looking layout, but it's called Cosmic Carnival. Yes, Dan? With a name like Suncoast Pinball – I keep wondering if the machines dispense DVDs. No doubt, right? They can charge 30% more than... Um, hey, but it, they had some rad toys. Yeah, it, it, it looks pretty cool. Um, you know, but it's... It, it's. I would much rather see a game when it's complete, ready to ship. They've got five in the box behind a table, and you can come up and play. You know, they have two or three, you know, out there you can play. And then, oh, I want to buy it. Great, we've got six of them. Did so, you see the pictures of the, was it Cosmic Carnival? Yeah. That is an incredibly nice looking game. It looks nice, and but it, it's in very early prototypes that, you know, as far as, you know, that. Yeah, game. I think it's basically a one-off, but I mean, it definitely shows that these guys are going to build uh, a really neat, unique kind of product. I know a lot of people are sort of like, it looks very basic, uh, but I think that they were going for something a little more artistic. You know, it's really funny you mentioned that, the basic I was thinking about today. And, I mean, I love stuff like, you know, I, I love all pinball. But I love, uh, you know, like uh, the Jersey Jack games that have got so many pirates. My God, when I played again the other night at uh, League, at, uh, uh, you know, Chris Michelle's, um, you know, so much on that game. But, you know, I'm thinking about games like Iron Man, which is a very, you know, people complained it was real stripped down, real basic. It is sort of, I mean, but it's still fun, you know. There's There's differences. You know, there's like, oh, sometimes I like a game is just chock full of stuff. Sometimes I like a little more open play film and just real fast action. Um, you know, like when Russ and I played Monsters today, I, I like the layout. Um, so, you know, it's, it's I, I think there's a little something for everybody there. Change is good. Well, it looks like what they were going for actually was symmetry. Like it's the same on it, the left yes, and the right. Yes, it's very symmetrical play film. So Where yeah, you guys I, play Monsters at? Uh, really we weird. went over to Stadium nice. by Adam's house. So we stopped after uh, finals. And... We played uh, Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. So Which is another Deadpool? good. Deadpool? Uh, Rusty and I like Deadpool more and more every time we play it. But we're huge Deadpool fans. So, you know, it goes without saying. 
Um, so there's a lot going on right now in pinball. Yes, Kendra. I think with Cosmic, um, Carnival. looking at it, yeah, Cosmic, Cosmic Carnival. Carnival. Looking at it, it it almost looks like it's missing something. Well, there's a prototype stage. Yeah, so it's yeah. still it's yeah. still in early early prototypes. No rule cards. Well, there's a there's there's a couple exactly. more. There's, Unacceptable. There's a couple more prototype games out there. Um, uh, you guys, I think I don't know if you know Roxy, but it's okay if you don't. You know, um, I'm learning. You're learning. Uh, uh, Riot Pinball that did uh, Wrath of Olympus. Wooly. Uh, Wooly. Uh, they have a new game they're working on. Uh, so far, I've only seen a couple of, of CAD drawing photos, and it is Val uh, Legends, Legends of, of Valhalla. Valhalla. So, um, you know, there's some CAD drawings on the internet. That's about it for that right now. But I've never got to play Wrath of Olympus, but I've watched a ton of video on it, and I love the theme. Uh, you know, Rusty and I, before that it was even announced years ago, um, Rusty said, you know, would make a great theme would be, you know, like, you know, Zeus and uh, Apollo and all that stuff, you know, uh, Zeus and Mercury. I get the Greek and Roman mythology mixed up. I mean, you know. It's like who was it said about ancient Rome? You got a better chance of running into a god than someone you know on the streets of Rome. <laughs> yeah. So, but I love the theme. I'd love to play one someday. There was only like, <laughs> what six or eight of those made, but they're uh, you know they're still giving it the old college try. So uh, I say good for them. Um, and then uh, can you pull up Texas Pinball Festival or uh, not Texas Pinball Festival on Texas Pinball Festival? I'm pulling it up right now. Um, there was another game, and it's in a Whitewood stage. Did you guys see that? Anybody? Uh, no. Bueller, Bueller. Bueller, Bueller, anyone? So it was playable? Thank you, Simone. I guess it was basically playable. King, they had Kingpin so. there. The Kingpin's there, and there's a lot of uh, yeah. rumors about its production. Maybe it's going to be an American pinball game. An American? Not uh, the... Oh, because they don't have a manufacturer. Right. Uh, pinball. Oh, Circus Maximus. See, I'm kind of looking at those guys with a little bit of... Uh, a little bit of a cocked eye. I mean, I'm sure they're good oh, news, oh, but you know what? Five years ago, they were going to do pinball circus, and you know that's what just by the wayside. Then, oh, but now we're going to do kingpin, and it's like, okay, you haven't put out the first game yet. Pinball circus, as in the prototype pinball circus at Pinball Hall of Fame. Correct, sir. Yeah, yeah these that's guys, what I figured. Yeah, they I'm were going there people. next Tuesday, by the way. Oh, you are. Trip yes. report. They did what? They made one. Functional Whitewood of the Pinball Circus after Python died, and they added in some of the stuff that was missed. But they kind of backtracked, remember, right, and said they never said they were actually going to produce it because they had the auction to you could win, like, the ability to purchase one of the prototypes they made or something. If I remember right, and they just kind of, like you said, kind of was like, eh, we moved on. I think I listened to an interview where, like, they have every intention of making that game. But it's such a specialty product that they need to get something out there that more than a few people will actually buy. Yeah. You know, Pinball Circus is really, really cool, but it's definitely uh, a bit of a novelty. Yeah. Well, it's a novelty for now because none of the ones available, none of the ones that are out there right now have completed software. So you're right. you're hitting a ball around on a play field with a whole bunch of stuff that doesn't do anything. Right, but it's a novelty in the fact that it's not a standard pinball, and it never will be. Just the same way that a game like uh, Safecracker 
is a novelty. It's I love not, that game, though. Oh, it's not. Novelty doesn't mean that it's bad. It means that it's novel. Uh, it's different. It's it's unique. So Right. You have a mission, Alex, and that's to get video of Pinball Circus while you're there. I will. If, if it's not if, broken. If, if, the pinball, <laughs> if they let me, too. I just got to make sure Tim's not there. Yeah, oh, just, they let you take pictures yeah, of Yeah, I was going to say, well, I've seen other problem. people take video, so Sometimes. it shouldn't be an issue. That's the one game they... They pretty much make sure it works. I've never been there and had it seen it broken. Yeah, I yet to go. That's on my my uh my bucket. They have a lot to maintain, so I can kind of see how you know there's not going to be everything in perfect shape. You know. Yeah, Alex, I promise you can outrun Tim. <laughs> so get that video, make your escape. Right. Fleet there, feet. There you go. So we expect a trip report, sir. Okay. Absolutely. Well, on to the rumor mill. So you know, there's lots of good Ooh. stuff going on in Texas right now. Oh, I'll just give a shout out to uh, uh, Jerry Stellenberg uh, and uh, um, uh, uh, was it uh, what's P three? Multimorphic. Uh, thank you. Um, they got the cosmic cart racing. I've seen some pictures of that. That looks pretty cool. I'm a big fan of Alexi Lightspeed. I really enjoy playing that game. So, but anyway, so on to the rumor mill. Um, Stern. Okay. So, uh, supposedly next game up, supposedly going to be uh, revealed uh, coming up next month at Midwest Gaming Classic. Uh, so just look up Midwest Gaming Classic on your Google search or whatever search you use. And if you're in the uh, Milwaukee area next month, don't miss it, man. It's a heck of a pinball and arcade show. Anyway, so... Um, Did you want the lineup for the Texas pinball show? Uh, no, I'm good. Thank you, though. Um, okay, so... Uh, the rumor is going to be Steve Ritchie is the next Stern, uh, Steve Ritchie title, and it's supposed to be an original, unlicensed theme. And uh, the talk of the town is it's going to be uh, the third installment in the Black Knight series, uh, Black Knight or BK2000, or BK3000, I'm sorry, BK3K. All right, thoughts? Brian? We'll see. When I think unlicensed, I think something that, doesn't have a license, and Black Knight at this point is a license. Yeah. It's not an unlicensed game. Right. Because they have to get permission to use that because that's a Williams thing. Right. So we'll see. It'd be really cool. I'd love to see it. Um, Black Knight is all right, but I love Black Knight 2000. Uh, that's a stellar game, so we'll see. Yeah. I'm really curious. If it ends up being Black Knight 3000, I'm all for it. If it doesn't have, like, the normal stern layout. Right. Right. I'm immediately intensely interested. Like, oh my gosh, if it's Black Knight, I'm super, super stoked. Well, and if it is, I hope the Black Knight, you know, kind of doesn't have his poor little speech impediment anymore. Was, wasn't that the, the creator? The uh, voice of the Black Knight? Yeah, Steve Ritchie yeah. does the voice. He does a lot of voice acting. Yeah, And I've met Steve Ritchie and he doesn't have a speech impediment. As no, he as doesn't at all. Well, the technology at the time, you know, it's like the old Gorf video game. Insert doing. So, Lillian, what are your thoughts on a, a third Black Knight? Because the first game your folks ever bought was Black Black Knight 2000. Aww. So. Uh, seems pretty cool. Okay. All right. And you didn't care for the new Wizard of Oz either, did you? The, the Yellow Brook Road. So. What's your favorite game in your collection? Probably Pirates. Pirates is freaking awesome. But, uh, I mean, you guys have a lot of really good games. So, all right, what's your least favorite? Uh, 
Just not, not a big Genie fan. I'm with her on that one. Controversial opinion. At a virtual election, I think Genie is the one I like the least. Right. So you like uh, what's what's the Williams one in the garage? I'm sorry, uh, the old reverse witch head. I have no idea. Sun, sunburn, sun. Oh God, I can't remember. Oh, that. uh, yeah, with the thermometer on it. Yeah, yeah. Heat wave. Heat wave. Heat wave. I that love that game. game. Is dope. You like Heat wave better than you like Genie? I like Heat Wave. I like Genie too, though. Okay. All right. Oh, just a, just a, a quick, because Lily's new to this. Lily's also young. Young. Our 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 league goes from uh, uh, the youngest that I can remember was Wilder at seven. Yeah. All the, you know, uh, Mickey at seven, eight. Yep. So all the way up in people in the sixties. Yeah. So. so we, we, we cover it. It's, it's uh, our, our league is uh, very, is co-ed and it's very, very family friendly. So, yep. so if you're thinking about uh, starting a league, you know, there's different options. There's, you know, all women's and there's couples leagues and there's adults only and there's family leagues. You can try, leagues? try different formats, try what you like. Start an informal league, you know, have fun. It's pinball for Pete's sake. It's supposed Going. to be fun. Going back to the rumors on BK3K. Yeah. If it is, I'm there. I want to see it. I want to play it. I I have high hopes. I'm hoping for a three-level play field. That'd be awesome. I think that, you know, 3,000, three-level play field. No, would you be three levels stacked up like staircases, or would it be, would be level, upper level, Lower level. level. That, that would be the make the most sense because you or, have... or you could even do two separate upper play fields. There's, There's that too. You can't do a like a monster style lower play field on Black Knight. It would slow the game down too much. No, but you could do something like Black Hole. Well, it would if you had a ramp going. Stern will never spend if, that. If, much. if you had like a like a, a gobble hole to drop it down, then a ramp to shoot it back up into the main play field. The uh, scoop or something. I mean, you know, the ideas are endless. Uh, the ladies have anything else over there? So we're all very excited. Like, who's going to do the art if it is, you know? I mean, there's a, there's a lot to think about and, uh, you know, a lot of conjecture. But, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm excited. I hope it comes out or whatever comes out. It's going to be fun. You know, Steve Ritchie, you know, it's going to be good. Guess but who I, were they I, saying was doing the rules, uh, the software, Tim Sexton? Uh, you know, somebody mentioned somebody, but I don't remember who now. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was I'd Tim love Sexton. to see though, if it is Steve Ritchie's last game, I'd love to see him go out on for Stern. True, for Stern, but still, I'd love to see him go out on three thousand. Yeah, that would be a, that would be a good swan song. It, it would it would essentially be the end of an era. Yeah, yeah, and and, and, and that's also rumored too. <laughs> we don't know if he's retired. Company, it makes Black Knight four thousand. There we go. Um, next up is. Night. <laughs> Elvira 3, um, you know, a couple years ago it was announced. They had Elvira there uh, at, uh, was it an Expo or Texas Pinball Festival? Had her, uh, I, think I, think it was it was I think it was Texas. Texas, okay. And she was there with uh, uh, Norman, Norman, Norman uh, uh, Dennis Norman, who designed the first two Elvira games. And Steve Greg, Ritchie co-designed. Yeah, Steve Ritchie did co-design uh, the first one because, because they were out riding bikes and Dennis wrecked and broke his leg. That's right. And Greg Ferreras on art, who was, uh, I want to say shout out to Greg Ferreras, whether you're listening or not, sir. Uh, if you have any taste, you're probably not. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> you know, hey, it's free, folks. Free entertainment. Anyway, he was just uh, an absolute gentleman at Golden State Pinball Festival last year. We talked for a bit, and he also, you know, uh, had a few words to say, very kind words and wonderful words, praising our, our dear uh, friend who's uh, still with us in spirit, uh, Steve Sharling. So, which I want to remind everybody coming up to the Golden State Pinball Festival will be the second annual uh, Steve Charlotte Spirit Award presentation, which I have the uh, great privilege and honor of presenting that award and hosting the amazing dinner that will be going on that night. That'll be Friday night, uh, the first night of the show. So uh, we'll be announcing tickets for that uh, very soon. So, um, you know, stay tuned, man. Stay by your uh, radios and interwebs and make sure and check that out. Anyway, on to Elvira. They announced it. It's uh, not a lot of talk about it since then, other than it's been in the rumor mill. Um, <laughs> but now there's a rumor that it's going to be the, the game after Black Knight two, or 3000. And that... Uh, Jurassic. Uh, possibly Jurassic World or possibly... By Eddie. But, well, see, some people are saying uh, that Brian Eddie, who, uh, you know, from Attack from Mars, Medieval Madness, and uh, The Shadow... <laughs> Uh, designed in those games, but some people are saying that he's actually going to be doing Elvira three. Elvira's already done. It was done by Nordman and Ferris. That's the only right, way it would Dennis happen. Right, because Dennis Norman's working. Right, she Cassandra said it has to be done by Nordman. Like that was one of the requirements. Yeah, I remember they, hearing they initiated the project. So, yeah, and Nordman, I was there was an interview with him a couple years ago, or maybe not even a couple years ago, but maybe last year, where he essentially said, "Hey, it's done." I stayed extra on my contract with Stern. They have they have the play field. Uh, they just need to to do whatever they're going to do with. Wonder why it's taking so long then. Um, probably, I think a lot of it's just scheduling. You know, it's like where are they going to put it? It's obviously a late year release because you want to do that game near Halloween for sure. Good point. Uh, you know, and it might it might just legitimately be. I mean, look at all the stuff Stern's got in the pipe. Right. You know, where's where's the Star Wars topper? It's just not a port. You know, yeah, I believe they're finishing the code for Wizard of Oz, uh, Wheel of Fortune, as well as Indiana Jones. That's what that was the holdup. Really? No. Okay. About <laughs> time. Okay. I was I was really excited for that too. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for them to finish Monopoly 3.3, please. I'm uh, waiting for them to finish that. Uh, so so we do know that eventually Elvira 3 will be uh, hitting the streets and the local pinball parlor near you we just don't know when so okay all righty okay another rumor that was abound in the last week or so alien okay now as y'all know uh highway games highway highway pinball uh folded their tent went home uh in the right of the beginning of production of alien pinball uh, just about everybody here at the table tonight the kitchen table studios has played alien and loves it and we want to see it continue. Uh, there was a rumor floating about that uh, uh, Chicago Gaming Company was going to pick up manufacture of that. And possibly the next title that was on the list for Highway Pinball, which is supposedly Queen. There's a group of people that uh, took over Highway Pinball called the Pinball Brothers. So far, they've done less than nothing. So, um I don't usually do this, but I'm going to throw this out here. Uh, all you wonderful pinball fans in the United Kingdom, I'm sorry. Nobody there can build a game 
Uh, they just can't do it. They can design a single Ooh. game. Sorry, you want good pinball? There's only one place that's happening. That's the <laughs> United States of America. Well, Spencer, the same people are probably building their pinball machines are probably the same people that produce the fine British automobiles that don't work when the weather changes. Oh, you mean with that wonderful Lucas Electronics that they so aptly named the Prince of Darkness? Yeah, yeah, you know. What's that? It looks like rain. Great, my MG's not going to start for four weeks. <laughs> and it rains every day in London, so I don't know, guys. Bloody uh, hell. Bloody hell. That you rumor, know? Oh, that's I all think, right. was 100% debunked already. Yeah, but like you know. It was, it was a Canada thing, and he completely, completely ate his words with a side of shoe. A like side he, of shoe. Wow. Got, Not the main got, course, though. He got devastated. Yeah, but you know what? But it, that, you know, rumors float, and that's what it says. The rumor mill is no substantive. So, it, it so Elvira's not really a rumor. It's happening. Kendra. Okay. It may be a rumor. Alien being a rumor. Debunked, whatever. But you know what? If it gets floated enough, maybe somebody will listen and pick it up. It's a fantastic game. I think it's they a should. Fun game. It's a great that game. game deserves to be made. Alien is a terrific game. I had a lot of fun playing it at Flip Room and at Golden State. Yeah, us too. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, Alien's fantastic and it deserves to be made and it deserves to be finished and troubleshot and it deserves a lot of things. Um, the question is are the quote unquote pinball brothers up to the task of getting it to somebody else? And, you know, Will the rights be it's, conducive? Will the money be right? You know, when it comes out, what will it cost? I mean, honestly, I would love to see that. The rumor was awesome because the rumor was basically they were going to take it out of that stupid highway cabinet. They were going to put it in a Williams-style cabinet. They were going to replace right. all the mechanisms with, you know, basically it was just like everything that you want to hear. And, you know, it was going to be 200 bucks. No, no, no. No, it's going to be 11 five with yellow powder coat. <laughs> <laughs> And no flying monkeys. And yeah, no monkeys. Right. Everyone knows you can't have monkeys in pinball machines anymore. They're highly offensive. That's people, it it, people get triggered and feelings get had. Uh, and Jersey Jack is making you. My advice yes. to the pinball brothers who all of a sudden or taking over. They've done nothing. They've said nothing. The Pinball Brothers was completely a scam. Yeah. They have to move the yeah. assets of Highway Pinball somewhere else before they declared bankruptcy so that the debtors got nothing. Right, right, exactly. I mean, sorry, yeah. so that's If there actually are brothers out there or a group or whatever, do the right thing, boys. Just give the rights to somebody else and get the game made. Um, Remake Magic Girl while you're at you know, it. Yeah, Magic Girl. <laughs> you know, since they are British, if it's the Gallagher brothers from Oasis, we're screwed. <laughs> yeah, they can't even get along enough to play, can they? No. Um, well, you know, while I'm at it, there's also uh, – not back to it, but it's looking pretty much like uh, Home Pin, who manufactured the Thunderbirds, which I don't think anybody here has actually seen or played. No, I've never seen uh, it. It's pretty much DOA. It's it's dead dead in the water as well. So that is a pity because Home Pin, while they designed one crappy machine, was a good producer of boards. Well, they might still be. They're just not producing any games and shipping them to all the people that prepaid in Australia. Well, if trying to make the games killed the company, yeah, you know, so. it's, it's probably over. And, and I don't think that his intention was ever to make games. I think his intention, or at least not to design games, I think his intention was, hey, we'll you want to manufacture in games in China? Right. We'll do it for you. Like, they would have been a destination for something like Alien. But I just don't think that... Uh, I just don't think that he had the the resources to really pull this project off. 
And of course, then you screw the Aussies, which is always the dumbest thing you could do. Right. Because they're like, you know what, buddy? Get bent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. It, well, you know, it, it's always sad when people put their faith in a company and, uh, you know, they go into the, the pre-order thing and they get, you know, it's happened a lot. I mean, it's happened over the last, what, five years? It's happened with... Uh, well, Skip B, that was just a dumpster fire for a word go. Thing to begin with. Yeah, uh, with the Predator game, uh, you know, uh, with uh, Zidware. Yeah, uh, my favorite pinball company. That's like five dumpster fires right next to a nuclear power plant, right next to Fukushima that's melting down. Yeah. Um, and what else? I well, you know the uh, the Dutch boys. That's the other one. Uh, you know, Big Lebowski, man. Great theme, fun game, fun shooter. Beautiful design. That I love game, the rug. That game needs to be built. That's yes, it does. Yeah. It, does it was a lot of fun. Yeah, wow. it does need to be built, um, but it's, nice it's never going to happen by the Dutch boys. I mean, they couldn't get it together for that. They and then and then they came out with Bride of Pinbot 3.0. Hey, we'll just steal somebody else's design and add a few cool things to it. Well, they were licensed, you know, because they got the license for when they did. 2.0. The 2.0 kit was phenomenal. They should have done more of those. 2.0 was a genius project. I just took uh, Cheddar his back, and while I had it, I was just like, you know, this is this is something that I'm shocked didn't take off. Like, I really thought... It's expensive. Well, it's expensive, but I mean, think of the games that you could have done this upgrade Fun for. House, Whirlwind. That are worth a lot more money than a Bride of Pinbot. Sure. And the owners Elvira. would me up. You, know? you could have done, done Party Monsters, uh, Diner. I mean, you know, the list goes on and on. You could have done a bunch of games. Well, you don't have to stop yeah. at the, you know, the alphanumeric era either. You can go up into the DMD games. There was a guy. I'd doing, love to see that with Diner. There was a guy doing. Taxi. Working taxi. on an upgrade for World Crazy Rain. Taxi. There was, it, yeah. It, it died. Like, it just, nothing came of it. Well, there are guys who have done these upgrades. They're not they've selling never, them. Right, they've never brought them they to just, market. They're just having fun. Well, I remember uh, just about four years ago, there was a guy who took a, rolling, a Stern Rolling Stone pinball and rethemed an Iron, Iron Maiden. Maiden. Before that, somebody else took a F-14 Tomcat and rethemed it Iron Maiden. So, I mean, there's guys out there doing fun projects, but they're just and, not trying to well, make money doing it. I saw it. someone last year at Golden State retheme a World Cup soccer to a Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Yeah, and we want a big big shout-out for uh, PDX, PDX Monkey. Monkey out of uh, Oregon for bringing that to the AKA show. A.K.A. John. A.K.A. John. Uh, look forward to see you again, brother. There's Thank stuff you for like that. Demo Man on steroids, too. Demo Man know, on steroids. Like, which was actually a, it's a product, but it wasn't a commercial product. Like It was like they're selling it, I guess. Or, yeah. or Cactus Canyon Continued. It just would be really cool to have seen those things with official backing. And, you know, like, like Bride of Pinbot had, you know, where it was actually, it had the Williams seal yeah. of approval. Yeah. And it's a shame that nobody ever, maybe it's just that that project gave everyone such a, such a bad taste, but that, that could have really been, you know, uh, another future for a lot of these games that, you know, maybe, maybe people feel are a little tired, you know. Yeah. And you keep the original software so you don't lose the original. Yeah, assets. with uh, Bride of Pinbot 2.0, there's a little selector switch, and you mm-hmm. flip it over, you can play the original version. Yeah. So, really cool. It's a phenomenal idea. You know, I applaud them. What what sinks their ship for me is when they, you know, they did uh, the 2.0 kit, that was amazing. Wow, that, that's right. Hey, you're making a pinball? Wow, it's Big Lebowski. It was great. But then to come to Expo and be disrespectful to Stern and the other companies, and to talk a big game, and then all the nonsense they pulled 
Uh, that's why Spooky and Charlie are so successful, and you know his family, his company, not just because they're actually producing and making a, you know good games and actually delivering the games. Um, you know, it's they garner a lot of goodwill because they're humble. They're 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 just good folks, and they're not shortchanging anybody. They're respectful of of you know the the people who come before them, and uh, you know what, man, in the pinball community. Uh, just being a righteous dude or do that means everything, you know, it's like, you know, maybe, maybe Dutch should practice a little more what they preach about being a good dude. Well, Spooky makes a great product they do. for a great price. Yeah. Honestly, having now played a couple production Alice Coopers, you're not going to get a better pinball new in the box for what they charge for those machines. Like they are absolutely Super good. What do they charge? Like seven? Sixty five hundred, I believe, was what it would cost you for, a for the basic Alice. Alice Cooper Nightmare Castle. Yeah. No, nice. no upgrades. You know, before shipping, before taxes, and I mean that thing's got the LCD display with, you know, awesome rules. The play field is great. The detail on the play field is great. It's got great shots. It's plenty interactive. It's got you know features. It's got physical ball locks. It's got everything that you can want. It has a Bumping sound system. The sound system will go unbelievably loud. That's um, a great Alice Cooper music. And well, and the thing about that game too is like it's not a music game. Like right. when you play that game, it's like a creepy haunted castle game. And then just every once in a while, there's like an Alice Cooper thing that you do, and the music comes in, and when the music comes in, you get super pumped. Yeah, it could actually be rethemed as a Scooby Doo game. If you, you just call that game castle. Nightmare Castle, yeah. it would be completely legit. Yeah. Um, and they've done that great product. So you got the guys who did Lebowski, right? You got uh, Barry and Yelp and whoever else was with them at the time who left. Like, they came out with a with a product, and that game, you know, Lebowski, yeah. was going to be, what, 9K? God, so, they were charging less than that, I think, originally, weren't no, they? It was, it was, it was like $9,000. Okay. It was right. expensive, but it was, at the time, a very premium product. You right. Know, nobody was doing well, all things at that time. <laughs> well, and you have toys, and, and it has a very, No, I mean, very you also feel. got a rug if you were an early adopter. Yeah, you got the rug. It was oh, you got, yellow. you got the actual, <laughs> you got the actual carpet. Tomorrow morning, we're powder-coating your uh, Mustang yellow, too, Brian. As long as it has glitter paint. Okay. And I can get a 11.5 for it. I already already took the monkey out. Okay, uh, good. It was offensive. It was eating a hot dog, and someone got really upset about it. Yeah. (laughs) Where's that uh, uh, monkey's... I can't think of the name of the band. They did uh, um, the Bad Touch. Um, And they they had a hot dog. Bloodhound Gang? Yes. Yes. Monkeys, hot dogs. Monkeys oh and hot dogs. Shock the monkey. Uh, let's see, what other monkey songs do we have? Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. Hey, hey. Bye, the monkeys. monkeys. <laughs> shock the monkey. We did that right. Yeah, yeah, shock the monkey. So, okay, where were we? Okay, okay, on to the Golden State Pinball Festival. 55 days away. Yay! Hey, 18, there you go. Oh, yay. Uh, May 18th, 19th, and 20th at the Lodi Great Festival Fairgrounds in beautiful Lodi, California. Also, the home to A&W. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. A&W Root Beer originated in Lodi, California in 1918 or 19, I forget. Kendra, you're from Lodi-ish. So, you know this, right? Nope. No, Spencer, you were alive when they first produced Well, it. pretty much, you know. <laughs> but I wasn't there. 
So, okay, anyway. So, Neither was I. 1919. 1919. Okay, so so uh, check out the Golden State Pinball Festival, and or you can check out the website at uh, goldenstatepinball.org or gspf.org. Anyway, so what new title do you most want to see slash play at Golden State Pinball Festival? Who'd like to start? All of them. There you go. I love that answer, Brian. Alex? Same with Brian. I want to play all of them. I want to see what's out there. Lily. I'm dying to play Oktoberfest. Me this, too. I'll do the same as them, all of them. Okay, you just like, let's play it all. Okay, all right, because we got some of the new ones I've got listed are Munsters, which Rusty and I played today for the first time, the pro. Beatles, Black yeah. Knight 3000, if it, if it is the one. Alice Cooper, because last year we had only played Prototype. one of the prototypes. Prototype. So I'm looking forward to playing Finish Code. Of course, we can drive up to Michael's and play it. Um, Oktoberfest, dying to play that. <laughs> um there's got to be some more stuff there, I'm sure, probably, but that's the meat and potatoes, some of the newer stuff we haven't, some of us or all of us haven't played yet. So how about you, Kendra? I'm looking forward to playing Alice Cooper with the updated code, but really I want to see what they've done on Beatles. I, I don't... Beatles is awesome. Is it? It yeah. is so cool. Where do you play Beatles at? Mike Ridgeway has it. Oh, yeah. That's if, right. If we go back to our previous episodes where we, you know, before Beatles came out when we were still talking about it, I think all of us were like, there's no way at that price point that it's going to be anything worth it. You're only going to get collectors. So I want to see what they've done. It, I think it looks really fun. I want to play it. It yeah. is sea definitely with magnets. It is. It is. And Beatles. Essentially a sea witch with magnets, but it plays a million times better. Uh, you know, the funny thing is, do I think it's an $8,000 game? No. It's still really expensive for, for the level of game that it is. But what's there is ridiculously fun. It's super, definitely not a Jersey Jack game, so that's super, obviously... Super focused rule set. Like, there's four... I think there's five modes. Each mode has a different objective, like hit spinners, hit pop bumpers, you know... Dodge the assassin. No, there's no dodging assassins. You well, know, that's no fun. The assassin gets you. You die. That's, that's just how. Fun. That's just that's how that's it works. Steve Ritchie, ACDC, um, yeah. You know, hit the drop targets, play a multi-ball, and just you get into that mode. You try to complete the mode, and you know the rule set just works. It's just super, super surface level. Uh, graphics were great. It's super, super easy to make shots. That single magnet really, really makes the game like super hilarious. Because you'll be hitting the loops and all of a sudden it'll stop and it'll just drop it into the into the pops. And it's great because if you're supposed to hit the pops, it'll stop it and drop it for you. So it's really, really cool. You can uh you can definitely take to the bank that Beatles is much, much better than anybody gave it credit for being. Nice. Rusty. Uh pretty much like everybody else, I See them all. I, I'm I'm all about is the aesthetics and just how it feels while I'm playing. So you know, I'll, I'll probably like a theme that I don't like, but like the game. Do that quite a little bit. Um, you know, more Deadpool. Yeah. There you go. Oh, I want to play Deadpool Premium because it has a mirror ball. There we go. For disco multi ball. Roxy, what are you looking forward to at uh playing at uh, Golden State Pinball Festival? I just like playing all the games. I, I, I will say that sometimes with all the glitz and you have all these multi-levels and all this stuff going on, it just, I, I think it, 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 I mean. It's overload? Yeah. It, well, I have it HD. I'm like, oh, what's this? Oh, over here, shiny. Oh, bright lights are flashing. And 
you know, less is, I mean, it's, it's fun to have all that, but you're going to keep track of what you're trying to do. Then you got this, well, if you hit that, then you have to hit this and you have, it gets kind of confusing, you know? You like so, a simpler play code. I do. I Open mean, simple, I, yeah. it's, um, not too simple, but what you're saying is you really want to play a Spanish eyes. Hey, okay. we're going to have one there. There you go. Um, okay, sure. No, you like I mean, I, I just, I mean, I, I, it's neat having all the graphics and all that, you know, with the videos and all that. But again, I think that sometimes just, yeah, less is more, yeah. you know, yeah. it can be challenging without having to have all that. Well, and a perfect distracting. example of that is a uh, uh, cold nuclear annihilation. You know? yeah. Beatles. You will love Beatles. I love the era of the music they did because that's my favorite era of the Beatles was when they first came to America. That simpler, you know, like, you know, boy meets girl kind of. You know, I know that sounds a little sappy, but you know what would be cool to see there. We we haven't mentioned, and it's just because it's just a retheme game already. It'd be a Primus. Yeah, love to see a Primus. Thank you for bringing that up, Brian, because I forgot about that one. But yeah, I'd love to beaver? play one. What's that? Just I've have... never seen one. I think they oh. only made like what a hundred of them. Something it's... like that. Yeah, it was a uh, Primus uh, commission of the game. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah. Pressure, but... so... so there's only a hundred of them now. Oh wow. So yeah. So... I know. Last year I liked playing Judge Dredd, and I really liked the Dirty Harry. I don't know. It was... We were just talking about Dirty Harry before you got here. So, Apparently, yeah. you can load the Can Crush or the uh, Primus software on your Can Crush when it works. <laughs> so you could have a, you know. Primus hey, I'm real, I haven't played Can Crusher, but I love Will Nelly. I, I love that game. Will Nelly's a great game. Will Nelly is awesome. I really, really hope, hope against hope, that Black Knight 3000 is real and is yeah. there. In so, fact, I mean, if it is there, maybe it'll be the one that I'm going to get. Steel. <laughs> Steel, exactly. That's I think that's all of our hope, but looking at the realistics of it, you know, even if Black Knight three thousand is the game, I don't know necessarily that it's gonna be at the show. Well, if, if it's, it's if it does get released or at least shown at go uh, at uh, Midwest Gaming Classic, thank you. Uh that it'll probably make it to at least the pro model will probably because when they're showing when they show a game, they've already got it on the line. Stern right. does. So uh, I remember the year the Metallica came out. I mean, it was released like three, four weeks. You know, they announced it and showed it three or four weeks before uh, Pinagogo, and it made it to Pinagogo. So, you know, if it doesn't make it, we have Pinagogo. And if it doesn't make it, yeah, we have Pinagogo in October. So, or California Extreme. Or California Extreme, or your local barcade, arcade, bowling alley. It's hard to find post. these days. There you go. Yeah, and the hot rumor is that the announcement for Black Knight will be this week. Oh really? Or next week? Next Not week? showing it, just announcing just it, kind announcing of like they did with Maiden. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, guys, I uh, I don't have anything else listed. We're just uh, fifty five minutes and uh, change, so we're trying to keep the show at an hour and not go to the two hours and forty eight minute mark. Where this we is how long probably Windows takes to update. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're actually going to record Loading. last night Loading. on Friday, and just we're getting ready to record. Uh, my Windows decided to update, and uh, you know, three hours later, it still hadn't finished loading the updates, so we had to postpone till tonight. Which we just had to drink. It that's okay. Time. Yeah, we just had we just had to drink last night. Yeah, honey. Well, I was just gonna say it's easier to keep them all in control rather than drunken yelling, talking over each other. This, you know, so hopefully everybody uh, throws a throws a little tidbit at uh, at Spencer. Uh, what's your email address? That would be the spinners lit at gmail.com. And let us know, you know, that, that we're not all screaming, yelling, and in you know, being brought to you by Heineken. Actually we were brought to you by Scotch. well you Scotch. Well, yeah, one Scotch. Yes. 
banned 7-Eleven and you banned because uh, tonight was coffee and, drinking night. Dutch Brothers. Dutch Brothers. If, well, you know, if you're in the Pacific Northwest or, you know, Northern California, Oregon. they even had them in Idaho, the Rhino. Idaho, Idaho. All over the place. Dutch Brothers Coffee. Support your local coffee barista teams, especially Dutch Brothers. We're not paid to do that, by the way. They go to pizza, so it's better. There you go. Um, and that's with two E's. So, guys, thank yous and shout outs. Anybody? Actually, before we go, uh, we talked about the last episode. I'm curious how Dan's cheap shop job is going on, Demolition Man. It is not going on at all. Perfectly, you're keeping it cheap. I haven't. I unfortunately haven't had a chance to touch the game. Uh, it's it's still in process. So, stay tuned for oh, more tales from the shop job. Boom! That Eric's going to be. Yeah. Rock, do you have a shout out? Tomorrow is the Grape City Con at the Lodi Grape Festival grounds. And uh, I believe Eric Neff's going to be bringing some games there. So, Eric Neff and Chris Bannister. And Chris, Chris Bannister, Bannister yeah. So there'll be quite a, there'll be a couple machines there. Really just giving it like the peace sign so, up. So, yeah. It, was, yeah. it was fun. I've been like the last two years and I really enjoyed it. First, I thought it was going to be small and not, you know, worth anything. But last year they ramped it up a little bit. And it was a lot of fun. Just so that's good great. Comics, yeah. Grape City Con tomorrow. Yes. That'll the be... Golden State Pinball Festival is located. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, at the uh, Lodi Grape Festival Fairgrounds in beautiful, sunny Lodi, mm. California. What is tomorrow? That would be Sunday, uh, March 24th. 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 And that would also be Kendra's birthday. Happy birthday, Kendra. Happy birthday, hey, Kendra. Kendra. What did you get for your early Kendra. birthday? I got from the best friend ever, Blade. No. No, absolutely not. A stripper? No. No. I got Metallica tickets with for Metallica with the San Francisco Symphony Orchestra. Which is going to be awesome. You're going to have a good time. It's going to be Dude. amazing. And Somebody I, loves you because I heard those tickets were expensive. And they keep going up in price. Kendra, just make sure before you go, you buy a shirt that says it should have been Lars and just sport that one. Yeah. You know? hey, no, hey, Brian, get, get the front row and wear a shirt that says we'll Napster. We'll that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, big shout I out to the. I don't want to get kicked out. Yeah, big shout out to the oh, boys of Metallica for doing no, it for over 35 years. Especially Lars. Hey, uh, I can remember you, Lars. they used to play keggers in my hometown, okay? Right. This is when Dave Mustaine was still with them. Wow. That's I mean, what Dave, when Dave Mustaine was with them. So, yeah. Anybody else got any thank yous and shout outs? Thanks for having us. Always, always. And thank, thank you. you for Lillian and, and Roxy for coming out tonight and being part of the podcast crew at the uh, Kitchen Table Studios. Uh, one more quick big shout out to uh, our good friend and sometimes co-host and engineer, Seth Holder and his lovely wife and family. They're uh, vacationing up on the Pacific Coast right now, doing some great fishing on the ocean. And uh, as always, we wish Fish you well, tails. folks. Fish, Fish tails. There you go. Yes. And of course, that's looking for some local pinball when he can find it. Yeah. Uh, big shout out to Eric. Find Neff. Fish tails in the ocean. I'll tell you that. Yeah. You know, he was going to come out tonight, but couldn't make it. And uh, we miss you, brother. And uh, Will, who's driving his uh, uh, lift tonight. Go, he, Will. He's go, Will, because he's got to pay the rent. So. From all of us to all of you at the Kitchen Table Studios, this has been episode 19 of the Spinner is Lit Pinball Podcast. And you guys know what to say. Play pinball. Keep America strong. And we are out. Peace and love and pinball, folks. Mm-hmm.